I've always been a Dallas Cowboys fan. I haven't seen the Cowboys play football since sometime in the late 70s. And I got to go see the Cowboys play the Vikings on Halloween. And it was crazy. And some old lady was super mean. I'm going to tell you all about it. Hey, what's up? My name is JC, and this is Life and Times of a Native Son, Season 2, Episode 9. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd be a lot farther along um, on my episode uh, output this year, but, um, you know, you know, uh, trying to get back, um, trying to have a normal life. And, uh, uh, you know, balance work, uh, being a single parent, and uh, not go crazy. Uh, so, yeah, this was, uh, oh, it's, you know, I'm sorry. How have y'all been? I, I hope that uh, you guys are getting fired up for the holidays and, um Hope you had a great Halloween. Um, Halloween for me, I'll get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, just glad you're here. And um, if uh, if you if you've been here the whole time, uh, thank you and uh, for listening to me and my sometimes probably incoherent rambling. Um, but and if you're new, thanks for giving me a shot. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, trying to get back into the flow of things, and hopefully this will be the first episode of uh, beginning to do that. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a crazy week for me. Um, a football game on Sunday night. Uh, Vikings-Cowboys on Halloween. Um, and then... Uh, Orlando on Tuesday for work. I flew down there Tuesday morning. I left Minneapolis at uh, four, or left St. Cloud at 4:30 in the morning to get to Minneapolis MSP Airport. Um, flew out, got to Orlando by noon. Um, checked into my hotel, got my rental car, drove to Palencia, and so to get to Palencia, you go through. I mean, obviously, you leave Orlando, go to Tampa, Daytona, um, Jacksonville, and then Palencia. About a two-hour drive, maybe a little bit more than that, and then um, back. So my Tuesday started at 4.30 in the morning, and I didn't get back to the hotel until 10.30. And um, went to the only thing that was open 
and that was the bar and uh, I had a Cuban first time I I think it's the first time I've had a Cuban and um, I figured if you're in in Florida you, you gotta have something Cuban or um, you know South American so yeah had the Cuban a couple drinks a couple shots and went to bed and uh, so I stayed at uh Regency, I don't know, Marriott Regency Orlando International Airport Hotel, which actually you come down the elevator and you're already at security check-in, which thank goodness because I slept, I missed my alarm, I can't remember the last time I missed my alarm, but I missed my alarm and got out of bed at 6.20, my flight was boarding at 7.25, so up, out of bed, and to the gate at by seven o'clock, which was crazy that I was able to, to get there that fast. But yeah, made it home okay. And uh, it's been a crazy busy week at work. A lot of projects wrapping up around the same time. So I've got actually I've got three that are wrapping up around wrapping up around the same time. And there's a lot of stuff that. Um, has to go into. I'm actually on my way back to the cities right now as we speak. I've got to um, do some measuring for a project. Um, But yeah, so um, Halloween, uh, I went to um, Minnesota Vikings against the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, if you don't know, um, which I mean, if you know me, you know this, but if you if you don't know me, I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, always have been my entire life, um, going all the way back to the Roger Staubach days. I think my first football game was in at Arlington, Texas, Cowboys-Steelers on Monday night. At that time, quarterback for the Cowboys was Danny White, uh, but they still had Tony Dorsett and Drew Pearson and Harvey Martin and uh, Ed Tuttle-Jones. They still had a, a great team. Um, it would have been after they won the Super Bowl against the Broncos because we were still living in Montana then. Um, but yeah, that was my first Cowboys game, and I hadn't been—I hadn't seen the Cowboys since. So I would have been at the very oldest when I saw the Cowboys play. I would have been in the third grade. So I'm 50 now. So let you know how long it's been since I've seen a Dallas Cowboys football game live. I've seen a ton of Vikings games. Um, my old boss and, and actually pretty good friend of mine, uh, Greg, he his wife was a Vikings cheerleader, so he had season tickets. And his wife, Jenny, who's totally awesome. And uh, uh, so I saw a lot of games with those guys or with them and one of the cool things about that was uh all the cheerleaders we were in the section his seats were in a section of I think the cheerleaders got two tickets uh to every home game so they all were in the same area so you're sitting there watching the Vikings game and all these cheerleaders know you know know Greg obviously so they'd uh him and his wife would come over and say hi and it was cool um I saw you know, a couple Vikings playoffs game playoff games, which of course ended in disaster, like all Vikings playoff games do. And uh, 
you know, yeah, I, I've been to enough Vikings games, and this was my thinking going into going to the Halloween game is, I, I, it's hard to live in Minnesota as long as I have and not, you know, like the Vikings, or at least pull for the Vikings. I mean, it would be really cool to live in a, you know, uh, uh, state that goes to the Super Bowl. Like when I lived in Colorado, the Broncos went three times while I was there. Well, they went two while I was there and then once uh, a couple years after uh, I had moved to Minnesota. And those all ended in disaster. But it would be really cool to live in a state that has a Super Bowl champion while you're there. And uh, I think in as living here there's been a couple of years in which the Vikings have been really close um, and not done it you know obviously you know 98 was like a shocker that they weren't in the Super Bowl because that team was so good you know the Randall Cunningham Randy Moss Chris Carter years um, and and I knew a lot of the guys on on that team um, just from my Mall of America days and uh, um so, I've been to enough Viking games to see how Viking fans are. And you see a lot of people who are angry Viking fans. And if you're not a Vikings fan, they're going to be mean to you. Um, you know, one game, I remember I went to the Dolphins game. Brett Favre was uh, quarterback of the Vikings then. And uh, there was these three guys from Miami or from Florida that were sitting right behind us. And totally cool dudes. One of the cool things about going to a professional football game is the, like, the relationships with the people that are really close to you. That, you know, over the course of a game, you know, you're, you end up pretty close to those people. And, um, or at least whatever, close for that time period. Um, and so this particular game, there's these three dudes from Florida behind us. And as the game was going on, we were partying and pretty hard. And those guys had snuck in a bottle of rum. And, uh, I remember they said, Hey, you want some rum? And I was like, yeah. And I had a little bit of beer left in my beer, slammed it and handed them my cup. And, you know, those beer cups at football games can be pretty big but this dude poured in about a third of my cup was full of rum and it was awesome we got had a really good time but one thing that happened is there was this freaking vikings nerd that was like seven rows up and it started with him just turning around and yelling at those three guys behind us to shut up and uh, giving them dirty looks and all of that crap that stupid people do. Um, and there was a part in the game where uh, the guy turned around and goes, Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! And, like, our whole section of, like, was silent. It was like, what the heck is happening? And the dude got up and started to go up the stairs to uh, up towards where we were to yell at these dudes. I don't know what he thought he was going to do because he was just a little twig and those guys would have wrecked him, but security saw it and Viking fans like stopped him from going up and and uh, Vikings ended up losing that game. But So I'm sure he was happy. But that was a good time. Um, 
and then uh, some just a lot of really good times at Viking Games despite some of the crazy people but this year you know seeing the Dallas Cowboys super special because this and, and I don't I don't want to get too like whatever football cowboy geek or whatever but this year for the Dallas Cowboys this team seems special and uh that game against the Vikings and the game before that against the Patriots both of those games are like games that the Cowboys would have lost in years past Um, so go to this one and have really good seats and uh, right by uh, one of the end zones and uh, we get there and my whole row is Dallas Cowboy fans there's a couple dudes next to me from North Dakota one's from Fargo one from Bismarck and then on the other side of me was a husband and wife who were like uh, businessy people. And, you know, they just seemed like professional business people, super proper and all of that. You know, but as the game starts to progress, we start getting, you know, closer and closer, you know, with our little group of cowboy fans there. And cowboy fans were awesome, but I forgot, I wore. Minnesota Vikings t-shirt and a Dallas Cowboys hat and uh, the reason I did that is kind of what I was saying before is I know how Vikings fans can be and so I mean if I if I had to do it again I'd just wear all Cowboys stuff and just say fuck it but um, I, I was trying to be um, impartial to the Viking fans so I didn't hurt their little feelings um, but, uh, there was an old couple in front of us and they were the type of Viking fans that live and die with the Vikings and, uh, angry, you know, like people that watch CNN or Fox news too much, just angry people, you know? And, uh, every time, uh, something good, we would clap or something good would happen to the Vikings. They'd turn around and give us dirty looks. And finally, the, the dude, one of the guys, the guys from Fargo, or the guy from Fargo, um, told the him and the, the the man out of this, two these two people, you know, had said something to him. And then all this, then the guy was cool, but the woman, every time something happened and we clapped, she'd turn around and just give us the look of disgust and anger, and. It was like, every time she'd do it, we'd all look at each other like, man, what the hell's wrong with this woman? But, uh, so that keeps going on, and, you know, it's it's starting to get irritating because it's so stupid. It's just a football game. Chill out. Enjoy it. Have fun. Don't turn it into an unfun thing, you know? And so Cowboys have a, that big touchdown pass. And we're starting to go crazy. And she turns around all the way. Her entire body turns around. And she looks at me. She looks at my shirt and looks at my hat. And then she says, what the fuck is this? And I was like, what do you mean? She points at my shirt and points at my hat. And she says, make up your make up your effing mind. And I was like, I said uh, something about... Um, I said, okay, Karen, and she, 
said something snarky back and I leaned over and I said you're old and she stopped and looked at me and started to say something mean again and I said no 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 you are so old and uh, then she turned around got pissed or whatever I don't know what the hell she was doing but she uh, sat down and then I'm like oh shit I shouldn't have done that because it's not I guess it's not in my character anymore that's something I would have done when I was a lot younger and full of P and V but uh, then I start feeling bad about it and I really started feeling bad about it when I look over her shoulder and she's like on her phone and I see her looking at Bible verses and I'm like oh man what I'm such a jerk and so I tap her on the shoulder and I was going to apologize to her and I tap her on the shoulder and she completely ignores me so then I'm like all right fuck it I do whatever you know she was being mean she kind of deserved it anyways but I still felt bad about it um and then she turns around and she says to me she says just so you know I know security here and if I want I can have you kicked out of here and I said for calling you old and she said yes and I said okay whatever you know and obviously it didn't happen but uh, she uh, anytime anything good happened or bad happened it was the same thing turning around I guess she got over Bible verse didn't help her um, so anytime anything good happened for the Vikings she turned around and I think she said in your face like four or five times during the game and uh, we just laughed and kind of looked at each other like man this lady is completely freaking nuts but uh, um, then then you know at the end of the game I pulled out my phone and the Cowboys were on like the five yard line or whatever it was with less than a minute left and they threw the uh, touchdown to Adrian Cooper and uh, I lost my I lost my shit and my uh, my whole role lost our stuff and uh, the lady old lady stayed sitting down and the uh, Cowboys pulled it off but um, yeah I don't know it's pretty cool I posted that uh, video on Instagram and Facebook so if you want to watch it uh, it's Native Sun 1971 on Instagram. I think that's what it is. You could probably just Google JC Kelsey or Instagram JC Kelsey and it will come up. But yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, and now uh, I'm back to work. <laughs> but that was a good time and uh, I'd like to go again and maybe, you know, give the Vikings a little payback and for the Vikings this time I mean I think if the Vikings were playing anybody other than the Cowboys or the Broncos I'd cheer for the Vikings but that's where my allegiance is is number one Dallas Cowboys number two Denver Broncos and then uh, number three Minnesota Vikings um, but yeah we'll see um, other than that It's back to the grind and uh, getting close to some milestones at the Kelsey house. Uh, you know, Chloe's birthday is uh, the 21st of this month. Um, 
April's birthday would have been uh, the 22nd. And uh, then we got Thanksgiving and Christmas. And uh, um, you know, things were starting to swing swing up for us. The kids have been doing great. Chloe uh, has uh, you know started to turn it turn it around for her. Uh, she's you know like like I said, she's the one who struggled the most with. With our situation, you know, my, my wife passing in January. And, uh, but she's starting to come out of it, you know. Um, and um, my son, um, very proud of him. He uh, is, uh, it showed me his playlist, his music playlist, and it's all old school hip hop, um, you know, Tribe Called Quest, Wu Tang Clan. Uh, some NWA, some Tupac, and he's uh, Eric B and Rakim. He listens to the music that I grew up on, and uh, he appreciates it in the same way that I do. So uh, it was kind of a proud moment for a father when he was like, "Oh yeah!" And so now at nighttime, we've been going through a lot of that old school music, and I'm like, "Do you have this on your playlist? You gotta have this. You gotta have that." You know, and uh, kind of helping him. Uh, in his journey to understanding the golden age of, uh, or not understanding, but enjoying the golden age of hip hop. Um, and my daughter, Clara, she's picked it up big time. She's, uh, helps out and just, you know, a leader for her brother and sister. And, um, I couldn't be more thankful. You know, I couldn't be more thankful for, for, you know, the progress uh, that my my kids have made and uh, coming up on you know almost a year so we're 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 getting along we're getting better we're healing and um, that's a good thing it, you know you know that being said oh sorry I'm on my way to a job site and I'm in the car so the audio is probably going to sound like shit and every once in a while maybe a phone call is going to uh, cut in but um, we're getting better and all of but uh, you know and all of that being said uh, this is this is the this is the tough time for us you know when I got back from Orlando and I was driving home from the airport I got a little bit emotional because this is the first time I've come home from a business trip and um, not called my wife the the second I got off the airplane. And um, that is, uh, that was hard. And... Believe it, or, believe it or not, seeing Christmas stuff at, at the mall and at Target is hard. But we're uh, we're gonna get through it, and uh, every day, every month, and every year. Uh, our lives 
are going to become more normal. I'm hoping, you know, you know, my kids are still going to miss out on a lot of normal people stuff. And uh, that breaks my heart. But they're going to be stronger because of it. And uh, we all are. We're going to have something different than other people do. And I wish we didn't. But we do. And um, it's gonna, everything's going to be all right. And uh, there's times, there was a time in which I didn't know. You know, in, in the beginning, it's like you don't know anything. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. And in fact, I didn't know what the next minute was going to bring in the in the beginning. So the the progress that we've made this year as a family has has been very encouraging. And and and, and I keep saying this, but people have been amazing and. Uh, as much shitty stuff is going on in the world just know that people are a lot better than what you think they are and we had to learn that the hard way and um, just I guess you know keep that in mind and when and, and I probably should have kept that in mind when that old lady was being really mean at the football game. But it is what it is. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. There's a, a lot of things that I, 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 I wanted to do with this podcast in the beginning. You know, it was going to be funny stories and, and this. Uh, and, uh, you know, me talking about things that happened in my life growing up that made me who I am. And it was going to really be a gift for my kids so that my kids and my grandkids so that they could be um, like, hey, what is what was what was dad like or what was grandpa like, or, you know, and or if they forget, you know, some things, the stories that I told them when they were children, which a lot of the stories that are on here are. Um, that's what it was going to be. And I. And I don't, I don't know anymore what I want to do with this podcast. And maybe if you, uh, if you have any ideas or things you'd like to hear me talk about, you can find me on Facebook at uh, JC Kelsey. Just Google JC or whatever Facebook search JC Kelsey. I'm on Instagram Native Son 1971, and I don't know. I'm on TikTok, but I don't really do anything on there anymore. I thought it was. I don't know. Whatever. There's too many social medias out there to keep track. I definitely am not on Twitter. Uh, I was at one point, but I'm not anymore. And who knows if I will ever get on Twitter again. Um, but Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Jason Kelsey. Instagram, Native Son 1971. Hop on there. Uh, send me a message and uh, I 100% will get back to you. Um, otherwise, my email is nativesun1971 at gmail.com. So you can reach me on there. 
But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I'm sure this audio is going to sound like shit, but, uh, um, I, I just trying to find some time to squeeze one in. Um, once again, I'd like to thank you for listening, coming along this crazy ride with me, which is a lot different than, uh, what I thought it was going to be, uh, when I started, but just know this, I appreciate you, I love you, and, uh, I'll talk to you soon. My name is JC, and this has been Life and Times of a Native Son. Peace. I'm out.